0: Welcome back to Bodybuilding and BS on Spotify. Thank you for tuning in. If you guys have not followed my new channel here on Spotify, please do so. And right off the bat, I wanna thank my sponsors, Old School Labs as always. Check out the Labor Day sale we're having right now at OldSchoolLabs.com. Use my code, NickBS, or click on the link below in the description. All right, so I got a great story to talk about today, and it's Nick Walker appearing on Jay Cutler's podcast. Now, why is this an important topic to talk about? Well, Nick Walker went on record and said that he will win the 2023 Mr. Olympia. So what does that mean for bodybuilding fans? Well, that means Nick Walker's fucking hungry. And he wants to win, and he's sick and tired of not winning the Olympia. And this is his third chance now at winning the Olympia. Remember, the first time at the Olympia, he took fifth. The second time, he took third. Now, if you're a betting man, you have to say, okay, he moved up two spots each year. Does that mean he wins this year? Well, he's got to go through Derek Lunsford, Hottie Choupon from last year. And now you got Samson Dowda coming up, you got Andrew Jack coming up, you got Hunter Labrada alive and well and ready to get back to his place that he was at a couple of years ago before he dropped. And a number of other guys are going to be in there in the mix that could potentially maybe take Nick's spot. But that is not going to happen according to Nick Walker. And we're going to talk about his opportunity to win the Olympia this year. Is it an actual possibility that he can do it? Can he pull it off? Or is he delusional? Well, I'm going to talk about Nick Walker's opportunity to win. Then we're going to talk about why he potentially may not win. So off the bat, the one thing that Nick Walker has going for him is consistency. And also the team behind Nick Walker, behind closed doors, Matt Jensen. Now, you guys know I wasn't the biggest fan of Matt because of what happened with Dallas. But that's in the past. That's over with. Matt has been on a tear peaking clients. You just saw Ian Valair come back to Matt after having really good success with Patrick Tor. So what was Ian looking for in Matt that he wasn't getting out of Pat, that he felt like he had to leave the coach that got him seventh at the Olympia? What is Ian seeing that Matt can do for him? Well, clearly whatever he's doing with Nick has been working really well. These guys, ever since Nick turned pro, have not really lost any show. Even though Nick did maybe win some of the shows, Nick has not really lost. He's always gotten better. He's always looked his best. And that is his secret weapon. Well, it's not really a secret, but he's consistent. And that is the one thing a lot of these bodybuilders at the top right now are not. Even the champ, Heidi Chupan was off last year and somehow won the show, and in my opinion, this was not the best Hottie Troupon we've ever seen. But yet, he won the Olympi. He was good enough to win. And that tells you how good Hottie's genetics are. Now, Nick, on the other hand isn't built like the best bodybuilder in the world. He doesn't have the best structure. He doesn't have the super small waist. And this is what I wanna educate you guys on in bodybuilding is how the criteria works in bodybuilding. What are the judges looking for when they're looking at all these amazing physiques on stage? What are they looking at? What are they scoring them down for? What are they getting points for? So what the judges do, and this is really what they do, when they come out, right, and they do quarter turns first, right? they're assessing the fewest weaknesses right off the bat. So what they're doing is they're going through their checkboard and going, okay, that guy can't win because of this down, move it away. That guy can't win because of this. This guy can't win because of that. And as they're doing the quarter turns, they're assessing the symmetry. If your symmetry is off, well, you're not going to have the best opportunity in the next round to be able to get compared in the mandatories. So this is where I think Nick loses a little of his edge because he doesn't have the best symmetry. But this year, his waist is even smaller. But the thing is, you're going against guys like Derek, Sampson, Andrew. Even Hottie's got a decently small waist. Not the best waist, but definitely not wide. So you're against the guys that have really good V-taper. And that is going to be very difficult for Nick to overcome If he's not dead on 100%, which he really hasn't been in any show, right? Yeah, he might have been flatter, not as full, not as crazy looking freaky, but he wasn't off by any means. Never was off really in any show. I can't remember Nick being off other than the Chicago show, which was his pro debut where he took like fourth or fifth. That was the last show I remember Nick not being 100%. Every show since then, Nick has been dead on. So as they're going to the symmetry round, the judges are looking at symmetry, right? They're doing quarter turns, right? This is really important for Nick to nail, to be confident, to hit the pose properly, because he cannot lose too much ground here. Now, when they go to the mandatory poses, right? You know, the front double, the front lat, all the pose you guys love seeing, I think Nick has some exceptional poses, like the side chest for Nick, the side tricep now for Nick, The most muscular, the rear double by, those poses are lights out for Nick Walker. He is very, very, very difficult to beat in those poses. So I feel like he has a huge edge in those poses. And remember, the side shots, who else has some really spectacular side shots? Yeah, Derek looks decent, but Derek's upper body was not filled out last year. Remember, his chest, his shoulders, the arms weren't looking that great. But obviously, this year is a different version. Hottie's got some gnarly side chest, right? But I think Nick really takes the cake in the side chest. Even the side tricep is really good because he has this amazing hamstring, amazing thickness to his quads. Nick's downside is his quads from the front, right? If he had bigger flaring quads like the sweeps and he had that waist, it wouldn't have been that big of a deal. Like Jay Culler had a 50-inch waist. I mean, probably not 50-inch, but probably like 44 or something, 42 but because he was so goddamn wide up top and because Jay had the craziest sweeps on his legs, you really didn't see the waist that much. It wasn't a glaring weakness because he made up for it in the legs and the shoulders. Now, Nick is fucking wide. He has some fucking uh, pumpkins for delts. His legs are huge from the side, and his legs are huge in general, but they just don't have the crazy sweeps on them. So it's hard for him to, you know, hide that V taper and, and create more of a V taper. But I think Nick can really dominate in those poses I just mentioned. Remember, the most muscular is the last pose the judges see you in. So that makes a really good impression for him against some really, really amazing athletes. And like I said, the the main thing that Nick has to focus on is just being 100% his best version. Not what the the fans want, not what the judges wanted him to be two years ago. Whatever the judges told him at the Arnold is what he needs to bring in at the Olympia. They said he was too flat, he was too shredded, he lost his freakiness. So regardless of what Nick thinks the best look was or his coach thinks the best look was, they have to take that criticism and apply it to the Olympia and bring that freaky, I like to compare him to like Marcus Rule, bringing that freaky, ginormous, like holy shit, so much muscle look to the stage. And I think that will get him rewarded because he can't play the shredded, aesthetic, V-taper, gnarly conditioning with no pop to his physique. Because you got Derek, you got Hottie, you got Samson, you got Andrew, you got Hunter coming back. There's a lot of really good bodybuilders with crazy fucking aesthetics. And that's just not Nick's card. And Nick, if he brings that freaky, like, 3D, popping muscle everywhere, overwhelming on stage, like, two times the size of his competitor's muscle, it's going to be very hard to knock him off out of that top three. Very hard. And I think that is why he could win. Because if Hadi is not on this year from the back, and for some reason, Derek doesn't bring that upper body up at the show. I know it looks great now, but at the show, I don't see why Nick can't beat them. I really can't see why not. Nick's won the Arnold. He won the New York Pro. He... uh, He should have won the other Arnold when he went against Samson. No offense to Samson, but I think Nick was better that day. Even though he was flatter and he didn't have the crazy, freaky pop to him, I still think Nick was better than Samson at that Arnold just this past Arnold. So Nick technically should have two Arnold wins right now. That means the judges really like his physique. Now, the only way he wouldn't win this show is if maybe he doesn't bring, once again, the package that the judges want. And that is the hardest part about bodybuilding, guys. The hardest is making everyone happy. Even though all you should worry about is the judge's criteria, it's hard to just shut off what the fans are saying, what your coach thinks, what your mind thinks. It's a lot easier said than done. So when you're a competitor, you're like, well, I like this look on me. I think this is my best look. And you take it personal. You take it offensive because you're like, no, I think I look my best here. But you really got to shut off everything except for what the people at that table that day are gonna be saying about your physique and writing your score down. But that's all that matters. And I hope Nick doesn't hold back and try to bring his best look or Matt's best look or what the fans want in the comments. I hope Nick really brings in that dialed package that the judges told him to bring in at the Arnold that he failed to do. I hope he brings that freaky look because I think that is his strength. In bodybuilding, you can't worry about the people next to you. You can't worry about your competition. As much as you think it matters, it doesn't. Because when you get compared in the mandatory pose, in the comparison round, right, your look is what they're looking at. Did you improve from the last show to this show? Did you bring what we expect you to bring? They're not looking at you going, oh, man, Nick. Yeah, no, Nick's V-more V-taper this time. Yeah, we should give it to him this time because it looks like he worked harder on his V-taper. If it's not the look they want you to have, it doesn't matter. They want you to bring a certain look to the stage because that's what they're looking for in your physique. And when you're compared, you need to stand out. You don't want to try to play that guy's game. Nick is not trying to play Samson Douda's aesthetic, freaky, six-foot, 300-pound look on stage and try to do all these twisting poses and transitions that are all smooth and pretty. That's not Nick. That's not Nick at all. He has to walk far away from that, play his game to the best of his ability. Now. What would be the reason why Nick would not be able to win? Well, as I've been saying, he has to play his cards right. He can't let things get into his head. And this is a mental battle right now. This is psychologically a war in his mind against Derek, against Hottie, against Samson, against Andrew. Because look at what Andrew just did. Andrew just showed up to Texas and whooped Hunter's ass. No one else is going to say it, but I'll say it. Andrew whooped his ass. It wasn't even close. Yeah, the one point at prejudging, the one point at finals, Andrew looked phenomenal. That's no disrespect to Hunter because Hunter looked phenomenal. That was Hunter's best look. But in bodybuilding, there's levels. And when you're at a level like Andrew Jacked, it doesn't matter what other person brings to the stage. Andrew's on another level. And Hunter has brought his best look to the stage, I think, ever since he started bodybuilding the last two shows. But Andrew... Is a force and he's bringing a fucking superior package to Olympia. He's got 11 more weeks to work on that look at the Texas show. And man, that's going to be scary for these guys. It's going to be very scary. And that guy can easily creep up and take someone's paycheck that day. But Nick cannot let these things get into his head. Nick hasn't competed since the Arnold. Yeah, it's recent, but it's not super recent. And we all know. Right now, we're living in the moment. We're not thinking about what happened at the Arnold. We already forgot that Nick lost to Samson and that Samson's got one up on Nick. But Nick didn't forget that. So I hope that doesn't get into his head. Nick, remember, lost the Hunter before. And now Andrew just beat him. So what does that mean? Is that going to psychologically fuck Nick up going into the show that, holy shit, Andrew just whooped Hunter's ass. And I've lost to Hunter before when he was not even that good. Does that mean Andrew's going to beat me now? These are the things that go through your head as a competitor, and you got to block all that stuff on. I know it sounds cheesy, but you got to put your hater shades on. You can't let any of this stuff get into your mind because if you do, it's going to show on stage. It's going to show in your performance. It's going to show in your prep. If If you don't wake up and go to bed with confidence in your ability to be a bodybuilder at that level, it's going to wear on you every day in the gym, when you look in the mirror, when you're doing cardio, when you're all by yourself and you're in your head, you're going to be thinking about these things. It's going to be sucking the life out of you. As much as you don't think it's bothering you, it is. If you're thinking about it, it has an effect on you. Your frequency is going to be affected negatively. So you got to keep positive thoughts all the time. It sounds cheesy as fuck unless you've been in these shoes. Cheesy as hell, I know but it does make a difference. If Nick right now is looking in the mirror going, man, I look fucking awesome, I'm gonna dominate, and he believes that, that's what we're gonna see on stage then. It's gonna show visibly in his physique. He's gonna be popping, his, the, the, the nutrition that, that he's doing right now, all that hard work with the diet's gonna show in his body, the drugs are gonna work even better because the receptors are gonna be like, yes, Nick, let's get the trend in us, let's get the mastron, the halo test in. The body's going to respond so much better because the kidney and liver aren't stressed. You aren't stressed. Your central nervous is not stressed. Your immune system is not stressed. Guys, when you're prepping, you're in a good mood. Everything clicks. Every time you check in with your coach, your body's just changing. The changes are happening day by day. They're so visible. When you're in a shitty mood and you're prepping, if you're watching this, you know what I'm talking about. Your body doesn't change. You stay the same every time. Little changes because, you know, you're working hard and all, but... Not the changes that were happening when you're in a good mood and you're prepping. So that's why when you're going to prep, you got to change your state of mind. you got to keep your head clear, out of the bullshit. Nick's better off right now staying away from all this, all the media, all the the, the tension, the comments. I know he's got to run his little, you know, his self-business to get money and get his sponsors, but he's got to block it out. Post and get off. That's my best advice to Nick Walker or anyone that wants to do well in bodybuilding at any level. You got to stay away from the noise. It's very hard to get sucked into it. Read what people are saying. Worry about what people are saying about you because it's our bodies, it's our physiques that do the talking in this sport. But if Nick can focus and bring in his best package to date, it's gonna be very difficult to beat. He's gonna have some lights out shots, which a lot of these guys don't have. Nick's gonna have lights out shots in four poses. That's that's powerful. That's really powerful. And he has the stage experience which andrew really doesn't have yet samson really doesn't have yet derek doesn't have yet and experience goes a long way in bodybuilding when you already know what's going to happen you already know the the whole outcome how this works the timing of stuff it's very easy to be a bodybuilder but when you're in the unknown like derek did this one time already andrew's only done this one time samson's already done this what two times one time i don't remember So experience goes a long way too because you already know, you already know what to expect. And that's on Nick's side right now. Hadi Chupan though, he's a tall fucking dude to beat. He's gonna be very difficult to beat. That guy is not gonna let that title go. He works hard. Let me know what you guys think. Comment below, tell me your reaction to the video. You guys like videos like this where I can educate you but also entertain you. I wanna provide amazing content to you guys as always. I just wanna make sure I'm educating you guys. always, number one my priority. Give give you guys something in this video you can leave with and remember and obviously apply to your own careers or lives or, or learn something. That's my goal with this Spotify channel. There'll be personal stuff, there'll be reaction videos, there'll be no gossip, not doing the gossip. I'm gonna educate the living shit out of you guys on every angle of bodybuilding, health, and fitness. So I hope you guys enjoyed the video. Give this channel a follow, share it all fucking over if you can. And come back for the next episode, which will be up here very shortly.